Welcome to the Retro Gaming Online Podcast, Episode 2, and we're going to discuss Little Samson, published by Tato. Uh, most of you know Little Samson as a very expensive, rare NES game. Currently, the value is about $1,100 for just a loose copy. What some of you may not know is that it's actually a pretty good game. It would surely be considered one of the better NES games if it would have been released maybe you know three or four years earlier it was released pretty late in the nes cycle so most people had already moved on to the super nintendo once this game was released kind of kind of uh describes why it was such a rare title now you jump in first thing you see is is a cutscene, and the cutscene kind of shows that this evil entity or evil prince gets released from this force field type thing and starts wreaking havoc on the kingdom and that's when the king calls in the four playable characters. Uh, one is little Samson, I guess, I assume. Uh, he's a human. The other one is a dragon that has the ability to fly. Another one is this big, huge golem. And the third one is a tiny little mouse. And each, each character has their own specific uh, abilities and, and strengths and weaknesses. Like, for instance, the dragon can fly. Not he can't continuously fly you slowly decrease as you go along uh, and he has a dragon's breath that he shoots that arcs up so it goes straight and then it goes up in the air the golem for instance uh, he can walk on spikes and he has like a robotic punching arm that he's the only character in the game that allows you to shoot to uh, attack straight up so if something's hanging on the ceiling he's kind of the one you want to go with so um, what we're going to do here in this podcast is we're going to basically, me, uh, myself, Steve, and Mark, we're going to go over kind of a couple talking points about the game itself, give our feedback on it, and then kind of give a general, you know, an overall, we're not going to give like a score, but we're going to give you our overall opinion on the game itself, and we're going to do this with a variety of games. If you have any games that you'd like us to do reviews on, you could check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash retrogamingonline. You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app, which is one of the methods you can listen to our podcast. Uh, or you can uh, leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos at youtube.com slash retrogamingonline. We're always open for suggestions as to what games we should be playing. So we'll jump right into the nuts and bolts of the game. Um, first off, let's talk about graphics. Um, personally, I, there was nothing wrong with the graphics, but there was nothing spectacular about them either. Um, they got the job done, but really wasn't. There was really nothing to, to write home about. Um, what did, Steve? What did you think about the the graphics of the game? I, I actually uh, I enjoyed the graphics of the game. I thought they were. I mean, they were pretty good for a Nintendo. Some some stuff was I found that some levels were hard to see, like the walls and stuff. So that was like one one problem that I saw with the graphics. But other than that, I thought I thought it was pretty. It was it was a really good good game. I I felt um, yeah the, graphics wise. Yeah the 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 bubble cave level, uh, which was one of the levels I spent the most amount of time on because it's it was kind of difficult. Uh, I couldn't tell what was the ground and what wasn't. Like there were a few times I thought I was going to land on the ground and I died. Yeah, there was like level where there. it was like it looked like a ledge and you would jump up to get something and it wasn't a ledge, but it looked like a ledge. <laughs> so 
it, I had that same occurrence where I would end up, you know, playing the level over and over again, trying to get through that. Or if you were like trying to move through the level and you, it looks like, you know, you could drop down somewhere and you can't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for the bubble cave, like the trick that I found for that was you had to pay attention to the background. Um, if you noticed where the blocks would appear or where they were the entire time before they would be highlighted, the background was actually blank and the background area that had all the stars was the um was where you would just drop off probably took me the better part of like a half hour of playing that level before i uh, i noticed the pattern and once you picked up on that um the level was um fairly easy to beat yeah i noticed that as well um i didn't have as much of a problem with that as i did the bottom of the screen looked like there was ground there but there actually wasn't. You just fall all the way down and die. And when you get past, just past the part where those blocks disappear and reappear, there's a there's a difficult part where you have these two like um, vertical posts that you have to jump onto to get through. Did you know and, that you could hang off those with like the mouse, even if they disappeared? I didn't even think to try. I, I didn't even try the mouse on that level. Oh yeah, the the mouse got me through that level. I I literally would uh, jump, grab the wall, and the wall would disappear, but it didn't disappear because you were still attached to it. And then walk around, and then turn into the dragon and fly over to the next one, and then turn back into the mouse and grab the wall again. I did do that on one level, and we'll get into the the mechanics of this a little bit later. But I I jumped. I was the golem because I was walking on spikes, and then I jumped and turned into little uh to the to the dragon. Because I wasn't sure I was going to make the jump so that I could fly just a, you know, a couple of inches to the next section. Graphically, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, what, what about the sound and the music? Uh, myself, a few of the songs that they played kind of got stuck in my head. But then uh, a couple, the, the sound effects and, and a couple of the other levels were just downright annoying to where I wanted to mute the game. Um I, I, the bubble cave specifically, because I, I, like I said, I spent the most time on that level, and the, most recently was on that level. I, I enjoyed the music for that level, but the, the I think it was the previous level or the level before that just had kind of annoying music. I like the music. Um, I got to listen to it a lot um, at work with it playing in the background on the TV behind me, like uh, <laughs> when I just had it paused. Um, <laughs> I guess I could say it uh, it, it grew on me. Um, um, not the most classic soundtrack, not 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 the worst. Um, I, I'd say it's like the easily easy listening of uh, NES soundtracks. Um, it's very mellow, um, but it's just upbeat enough to kind of keep you going. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoy the soundtrack. I um, played on mute uh, because I did not have a speaker, but I did listen to it today. A few levels, and I was kind of glad that I had it on mute, did not have the sound going in the background. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was nothing that kind of took me took away from the game, but um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, there's definitely games with better soundtracks on the NES. Um, oh and, yeah, and no, it was. It was. I mean, it was just. Uh, like I said, I, I watched the uh, gameplay just so I could hear it. Um, I, I played the game a while ago just to see what the you know. Obviously, it's a very expensive game, so I wanted to see what what was the hype of the game to make it. Was it worth it 
you know, if, if you were to get it other than a collector's piece to play the game. So um, I played it before and, and I re- kind of remember the first level of the sound and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's not it's not too hateful. But um, the noises of the the guns or the, the weapons and stuff, I was like, oh, this could get kind of annoying after a while. Next, I want to talk about the gameplay. Uh, basically, my thoughts were it was pretty pretty simple. The, the levels, I thought, for the most part, were super easy. But then the bosses were really were pretty challenging. So there was this kind of I, it, I don't know the, I don't know how how to describe it, but I, I was I found myself getting put off because I would blow through the level and just get my butt kicked by the boss. And it's one of those it's one of those games where you have to continue to uh, play the boss over and over again and we'll get into bosses once we get to that point but um what did you guys think about the level design difficulty overall and and just to be clear i played on normal i didn't try it on hard i thought the um level design was good um i like how the game you could depending on the character you played um you could actually scale the difficulty even when you were playing it on normal versus hard um you know you could be the dragon and pretty much hop, fly, hop, fly, hop, fly through the level. Um, You could play as, you know, Samus, and it's a little bit more challenging. Um, You can't, I I don't believe you can beat the game as Gollum since he can't jump or grab a hold of anything. Um, And by the the hardest one was, like, you know, trying to beat the level, um, you know, as the mouse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which, some levels I just tried um, and was able to get to the boss, uh, but most bosses I found I, I wasn't able to beat as the mouse. Um, the only boss I know I I didn't beat um, because I'd always at some point in time miss a jump. Uh, not to go too far off topic was the um, uh, what what is her name um, the one at the top of the waterfall. At some point in time I was slipping and just <laughs> falling down the waterfall. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No matter how how many times I did that one, um, but I I like the level design. I I feel like it's like a combination of Mega Man and Ninja Gaiden in in a way. Um, especially with the power-ups to build your stamina, um, to get your potion, to recharge your life, the wall climbing, the scaling. Um, I, I feel like it was a really well-designed um, game as far as the levels go and how you um, can interact with the environment. Yeah, some of those mechanics that you were mentioning, I thought kind of really cheap. I thought it kind of took away from the levels themselves because I felt like they intended to design each level or each portion of the level with one character in mind. But a lot of times you could just completely circumvent that by using the dragon and just flying through it. Yeah, and the dragon is like the princess in in Mario 2. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much the same idea. You you float through the air, and you land, and you float again. You know, I actually like the idea of the shorter levels. Um, I actually when i played it i was like how many levels are there in this game because it seemed like there were so many i was like am i getting to the end anytime soon (laughs) yeah yeah and that brings me to one of my the other things i took the the it's not really a level select screen but the map screen was completely unreadable like i i could not get I couldn't understand what was happening i realized that samson was starting in one end of the map and getting closer to the other end of the map but there's just random dots placed all over the map, and you just... 
you don't know where you can't choose anything so the point of it actually being there really doesn't even make any sense yeah you start off on the west and then all of a sudden the next level will be on the east and then all mm -hmm. of a sudden now you're northwest somewhere and then you lose the dot you have no idea where you're going in that yeah i noticed that too and i thought the game was messed up yeah it didn't really like i said take anything away because you know you didn't change you didn't you didn't interact with it at all but it was just kind of it would have probably been more clear if the screen just went left to right and you start at the beginning and the cast was at the end. Well, I, yeah, I can, I, guess I, can, I can see that. I know, like, from from what I've read and the times I, I have beat the, um, the Lady at the Top of the Waterfall, um, you actually skip ahead and warp. There are several, like, uh, warp zones. Like, I know, um, I think it's the second boss. It's like if you're the mouse... And you beat him um, and to put a bomb under his foot, it'll like warp you to the seventh level. So then you like you can you can kind of hop around. Oh, so you're saying that it, depending on what boss, th there are sp certain bosses that could take you to different places if you beat beat the level with them. Correct. Like um, like if oh. you beat the um, the waterfall lady, um, and it's been such a long time. Um, I want to say you don't fall down, so then you don't do the crab level, that, that swamp level. You just move forward. Um, so you would skip, I guess, that whole river-esque part of the map that it, hmm. um, that it moves you to. Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so then we, we kind of talked about the levels there. The, how about the gimmick of the game? And what I mean by gimmick is each game has its own unique... Uh, unique place uh, play mechanic that kind of defines that game. Uh, for instance, um, Mega Man get, had you had the, its gimmick was you had to pick the right, uh, you had to beat the bosses in a specific order to get the specific power up or skill to allow you to not only beat the level but to beat the boss easier. Um, Little Nemo had the ability to uh, select different characters or have different levels based on different characters. Same with G.I. Joe, you kind of took a team and you got to pick which one you wanted to use. Little Samson has a combination of, of all of those. So it, it, the game really reminds me of, of Mega Man right off the bat. The power meters or your life meters are you know, pretty much identical to what they looked like in Mega Man. When you get to a boss, you have to use the proper uh, character in order to do the, the maximum amount of damage. Um, I found myself using Samson on some of the bosses and basically doing no damage. And by chance, I switched to like maybe the dragon or the golem. Come to find out, I was doing like a whole bubble of health for every hit. So I was like, holy crap. Um... But yeah, it kind of reminds me of a mixture between uh, Little Nemo and Mega Man. What did you think about the uh, the way that was all set up, Mark? Um, I, I agree with you that way. Um, the first thing I thought was, like, oh man, this is very, really, really Mega Man in the way that it, it's laid out. Um, especially from the opening screen on. I was like, oh, okay, so it's kind of like you know Mega Man uh, with a very uh, crafted like Mario entrance. You, you meet uh, Little Samus, you learn his skill set, and then you go to the dragon. And then Gollum and Mouse, and they have that first intro level that introduces you to their weaknesses, their strengths, what they can and can't do. Um, I was like, oh, sweet. And then at the end of the first level, I was like, oh, man, they came and they put everyone in the Pokemon ball. I'm like, now a Tynan's a Pokemon. That's cool. 
<laughs> then Charizard, the <laughs> dragon flips out, and he's like, nah, I ain't about being in the Pokeball. So I, I thought it was really interesting that the first guy you had to fight, your your first boss, was your uh, was your teammate, who turns out to be like, I I feel almost the, the most powerful character in the game. Um, so I, I like that aspect of it, but I feel with it being a later game, they could see what worked in all the other games, and I feel like they did a really good job of combining that. Um, especially with the enemies, like you have some of the enemies that weren't aware, and then you had the the more annoying ones, like the ghost and Mario, that would were actually like kind of ghosts in this game, and they track you down and follow you. Um, and then you had like the uh, the dragon reminded me just of like the alien in Contra, um, or not Contra, uh, Metroid. Right. At, at the end, um, so I think it borrowed a lot of great aspects from classic games. And, and just put them all into one, and I think it did that really, really well. Yeah, I just like the... Uh, I mean, I like the um, the aspect of the changing the characters, just like, you know, you do in Mega Man, like we discussed. Um, one of my favorite... Actually, one of my favorite uh, pieces of the game was that after you beat a level, you would get a four-digit code, not a 12-digit code, or any more than that. And that way you could just go back and continue... Um, because, like I said, there's there was a lot of levels in that game, and I guess each time you play it, you, you would, you know, uh, because you collect the um, the circle with like the leaf in it, that would give you more bars, but it wouldn't give you health. Mm-hmm. So I guess the way they would track that would be with the codes that they would, you know, you would populate. So I, I did I did like that, um, especially in my situation where I could play it and I, you know, would have to stop and then go back and play again and. So that that worked out. Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of mixtures of different um, pieces of different games playing it. Um, like I said, you had the princess flying; that was the dragon. Um, overall, I, I I really liked it as, as far as that. I thought I thought that was, they pulled some really nice pieces of other games. If that's what they were trying to do, I think they did a really good job in that game creating it. Yeah, and the uh, but the, the main the most challenging part of the, the the entire game was the boss fights, and and you know that's the bosses should be challenging. There's nothing worse than um, there's no worse feeling than of accomplishment when you do this really hard level, you get to the boss, and it's just like blah, like you know the the level was harder than the boss. Uh, in this game, I don't think any of the levels, with the exception of maybe one or two was actually harder than the boss. I thought the boss encounters were were challenging. Uh, you, you I rarely beat the boss on the first try no matter which one it was. You had to find out like I said which which character you should use what and then once you figure out the character you you need to use, you then have to figure out the actual script for lack of a better word of what that boss actually does. Like they might uh, the, the 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 boss right before the bubble world he would go underground and then come back up in a random place. That waterfall boss you were talking about, there were uh, openings in the in the floor, and he would come out of those openings. So you had to make sure you positioned yourself properly. What's funny is, is like, so when I first, I never, I didn't know much about this game. So when I first started playing it, I saw four levels, and I was like, okay. So you get to pick where you start. I had no idea that you would be a mouse or a dragon. Or you said a golem or knight, whatever it was. So I start playing it, 
and I beat all the four I beat all four levels and I'm like is that it? Yeah. I did <laughs> and then the same you go, thing. And then you fight the dragon. And then it's like, okay, now we're getting warped somewhere cuz you, you jump into the ball, you disappear. And then the first boss we fight, it's like I picked up the rhythm of it. It was like, you know, I think it was like jump, duck, jump, shoot. That's, yep. That was that was the way, you know, you fought that boss. And all of a sudden, he dies, and he turns into this big, huge thing. And I'm starting to fight him. I'm fighting him as um, the human. And then I he just destroys me. And I'm sitting there going, how in the world are you supposed to beat this guy? <laughs> and, and I started playing him again. And I was like, oh, I got something to do. I hit pause. And then all of a sudden, the screen popped up. Four options of four different players. <laughs> and I went, oh, you can switch characters. <laughs> and that's how I figured out you can switch characters. <laughs> so with all that kind of being said, did you consider this game fun to play? Now, fun to play doesn't necessarily mean it was a good game or a bad game. Um, but was it enjoyable? I thought that it was fun, but... Uh, the ups and downs that the, of the difficulty between the levels and the bosses, um, it kind of, like I said, it kind of threw me off, and it, it, I didn't have like this consistent level of either fear or comfort. It was kind of like this up and down sway of emotion uh, when I was playing the game. Well, Steve, how how do you rate the? Was the was this game fun? So. The way I look at this game is, is, is a couple things here. One is, is I thought the game was great. I really enjoyed playing it. Now, when I say that, there, there's just one thing that is, is involved in saying a game is great. You eventually beat it. So I did find myself getting frustrated in certain levels and then, you know, leaving the game and then coming back and then blowing right through the level that I had a problem with. And to me, that makes a good game. Like, it challenges you, it frustrates you, but when you come back to it, you, you've got another strategy to beat it, and you can beat it. It's those games that you play, and you just keep going back, and there's really no, like, you can't really figure it out, and they become frustrated. You can never beat them. Yeah, Those it's games like, aren't fun. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if you guys have played Cuphead, but Cuphead is a perfect example of a game that is super hard, but it never feels cheap. And it never feels unbeatable. It feels like you're not good enough. And and that's what I want the game to do. I want the game to make me feel like beating this level is possible. I'm just not good enough yet. And I need to either get better or figure out a better way to do it. And right. I think this game did a good job of, of actually doing that. With the four different characters to choose from, you have four different strategies you can do. And, and you have to figure out which one works best. Not just for the boss, but for you as well, because each of us play differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and I think the, the differences in bosses, like I used a mouse in some boss fights. I don't know if you guys did. I actually did. Cause I, actually <laughs> I did not. I thought it was kind of I, I, strategic to drop the bomb and jump away, drop the bomb, jump away. So, so, so to describe real quick what the mouse actually does, uh, the, 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 so Samson has a projectile let's compare that directly to Mega Man because it's kind of the same the same deal uh, the dragon like I mentioned has that fireball that starts off parallel to the ground and then zooms up to the top right hand corner of your screen uh, the golem has like a retractable arm that shoots out and you could shoot forward or up 
straight up. The mouse actually kind of leaves a landmine, essentially. You drop a white pellet, and then it explodes. So it's you, like Bomberman. Exactly, yeah. It's like Bomberman. So you, and then you, the night is like Castlevania with the yes, wind. Yes, exactly. So the, the mouse required the most strategy but i think it did the most damage in general but it was just really hard because you had to kind of like in zelda when you're fighting the um uh the 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 is it the rhinoceros that you have to put the bombs in their mouth in his mouth you have to place it and anticipate that that's where the enemy's going to be when the bomb explodes yeah i mean i think the mouse came um pivotal to me to um to beating the game at least on easy um especially uh with the golden head it, it's you know throwing all those orbs you have to you know jump or jump dodge jump and then you know time to jump in the air move forward go back and then you know he, he swoops down and you have like a second to either you know guess he's going left or he's going right jump to that corner poop out as many bombs as you can because you can drop as many as you can push get out of the way and hopefully some of them hit him and yeah. then go through that same pattern um, all over again. Um, without the mouse, I, I honestly, I don't know if um, the, the level 14 boss is beatable. Um, at least I couldn't beat him with any other character. I could wear him down, but he would end up, you know, just, just that, that jumping, um, getting that routine down. Um, I would always over jump or push the button a little bit too hard, like at the wrong time. Uh, no matter how hard I try to get that rhythm down, and you know, just just jump right into one of the orbs that were coming and uh, and kill me. Um, but I would say it was a. I liked the game. It was it was very enjoyable. Um, it was it was frustrating at times, but like Steve said, you know, it wasn't nothing that wasn't overwhelming to where you couldn't put it down. You know, rethink the level in your head and be like, you know what, let's try this. Um, or, or switch up your play style a little bit. Um, I think it did a, a good job of forcing you to use all the characters, um, even when you didn't want to. Like, um, like Gollum's strength, like the pre-bosses, like the, the wizard form, like you know, three or four hits from Gollum and they were done. Mm -hmm. You know, he was the tank. If you could get in there quick enough, you know, he'd take next to no damage. Um, and then that was pretty much all he was good for, except you know, unless you wanted to sacrifice him. Um, but then a lot of like the uh, like the green knights and the yellow knights and the silver knights could kill Gollum with one hit. Um, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like that was his huge weakness because you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go over here and land a couple blows and take away half his health. And you know the one guy, like the first time they hit me with the lightning, I was like, oh, how the hell am I supposed to defend against that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you don't see it. There's no like rhythm timing, no jumping. No matter where you were flying back and forth or moving, just bam, a lightning strike. Gollum's gone. Um, and then you have little Samus throwing rocks at him, which mm, kind of worked. And, <laughs> um, and then the dragon, you know, the, to do the slow hover, but again, the, the lightning knocked him out quick too. So I feel like they did good with, with those bosses that could, you know, um, shoot the little fire rats on the ground that would go chasing after you, or, or they would mix it up with the lightning strike. Um, you know, it forced you to toggle through all four characters to to come up with a way to beat him. Yeah, that was a frustrating boss there. I, I remember fighting him, and I actually got to the strategy where whenever he would attack or I would attack him, I would just start moving, like, whichever direction I could go in case he did a lightning strike on me. 
I, I think my most frustrating one, not to get off topic, um, of the bosses was the Grim Reaper. Um, because as his health wore down, he got darker and darker, and you couldn't see him, and you had no way of knowing where you're on the screen. And no matter who you were, when he popped up, he would just kill you with one hit. Like, you were gone. Um, I, I think he was probably, the, aside from the, the final boss... I think for me at least that like the second most difficult boss because I just felt like I always had that bad luck to where like he'd get down to that last three health blocks and no matter where I was on the screen he would just pop up boom gone game <laughs> over <laughs> yeah so you know overall yeah I thought it was a, a, a very good game uh, I thought it takes it takes like Mark had said previously it takes a lot of good features from a lot of good games and incorporates wraps it all into one package and makes a a, a a pretty good experience you know the changing the characters i kind of equate that to the gi joe game and uh the lit uh little nemo uh, those are two games that i played that had that and then the uh the boss the boss fights really reminded me of mega man and making sure you have that proper proper mechanic that that would uh, circumvent the the boss's mechanic and do the most damage um, so I think that kind of wraps it up. Do you guys have any other uh, insight or thoughts that you wanted to throw out there before we? No, um, if this is a game you've never played before, I, I would recommend you picking up uh, however you can get a copy of it. Maybe not a copy, but somewhere where you can go and play it um, and try it because it's definitely a game that if you're an NES um fan you, you definitely want to check out this game it, it, it is a lot of fun it's a really good game i i can't believe how good it actually was um for all the hype <laughs> as much as it's worth you know yeah, so, yeah a lot a lot of your expensive games are not necessarily good games they're just expensive because they're rare um i stand by you know kind of what i said at the beginning had this game been released in 89 or 90 even this would be the game this will be the game that everyone would 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 have on their system I, i'm pretty sure of that it probably wouldn't be worth eleven hundred dollars but it would definitely be one of those contras uh mario brothers zeldas uh castlevania metroid it'd be one of those games well, I appreciate everyone listening. Make sure you subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. We're pretty much on all of them. Spotify, Anchor, Apple uh, Podcast. We're on Google Podcast. Pretty much anything you have there. Be sure to subscribe. Give us a review. That really helps us out. Also, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash retrogamingonline, as well as youtube.com slash retrogamingonline. Leave us a comment somewhere. Let us know what kind of games you what game you would like us to review. Be sure to check us out next episode when we talk about Jaws released on the NES by LJN. That game, you know, universally poorly reviewed, but I don't know, I like it. So we'll get into that more next episode. But thanks for listening, everyone, and see you next time.